I don't often do a preface. In fact, I don't think I've ever done a preface, at least not on this podcast. My name is Randy Cantrell. Rhonda and I arrived inside Hot Springs Village late Sunday afternoon, October the 3rd, 2021. We left early Sunday morning, October the 10th, 2021. This was our first visit since Dennis and I started this podcast together. And it began a whirlwind trip. What you're going to be listening to is a recorded conversation that Dennis and I had at his home on Lake DeSoto. But I need to, uh, well, I need to offer some thanks and probably kind of need to recap the trip. And if I omit anyone, it is strictly because I'm old and I'm an idiot. Starting off Monday morning, this was a whirlwind trip and I kind of sort of knew it would be because like I said, it's the first trip that we've made to the village since we started this podcast. So Monday morning we head to Melinda's cafe and coffee where Alana Owen immediately spots me, calls me by name, and it was great to see her. It was great to visit a bit in person. And we also enjoyed the breakfast tacos and the drinks. Any visit to Hot Springs Village should include a visit to Melinda's. It's a solid way to start your day. Walking is my second favorite thing to do inside the village. The first is to just sit and watch and listen. It's hard to beat. So after breakfast on Monday, we walked and we walked some more and we walked some more. And then it was off to Clampett's Country Kitchen where I had hoped I would meet Alana's partner in Tanner's Neighborhood Bar and Grill, Joey Clampett. Well, it turns out Joey was out of town. No matter, I left a Hot Springs Village Inside Out business card to prove to Joey that we did not overlook him on this trip. And boy, did I enjoy the big boy sandwich. Described appropriately as a mountain of meat on a big bun. It was delicious. Followed by more walking. I mean, come on, you can't indulge in a big boy sandwich and just sit around. Well, I mean, well, you can, but I really didn't want to sleep all afternoon. Tuesday, well, Tuesday was filled with meeting folks that we had met online and some that we had only heard about. And it began with a visit at KVRE. Now, I am a sucker for radio stations, always have been. But meeting Alice and Tom and Scotty Mack, well, it's just hard to beat. Scotty and I talked about equipment and microphones, and he flattered me with how good I sound on our podcast. And I, of course, kept telling him it's pure talent, pure talent. He's another person like practically everybody that we met on this trip that I could spend hours and hours talking with. In fact, Rhonda enjoyed quilting and sewing talk with some of the ladies at the radio station. So she got her fix in while Scotty and I were talking about gear and microphones scraps dennis's pet i can tell you nobody loved the visit to the radio station more than scraps and dennis and the kvre team have absolutely spoiled this dog something fierce but it was yeah it was pretty terrific fun then tuesday at lunch we went to lakeside explorer where we met mr greg jones the owner of the place and this whole family of explorer dining establishments we enjoyed a brief visit before he had to get back to work yes people greg jones is a working entrepreneur and dennis and i are big fans 
Joining us for lunch was Mike Varney. Mike is scheduled to make an appearance on our show later this month. Mike and his wife, Jolene, she wasn't there as they live in McKinney, Texas, most of the time, a suburb here of Dallas-Fort Worth. They are the proud owners of 61 Resplendor Way. And you will want to hear Mike's story. A year ago, he and his wife had never heard of Hot Springs Village, and now they have made a major investment in the village And I'm going to throw some photographs in today's show notes so that you can see the magnificence that is 61 Resplendor Way. And I promise we'll have more photos of the magnificent property when we air the show that we did with Mike. Jennifer Allen, previous guest of our show, and she's going to make a longer appearance. Her first show was pretty brief. But she joined us for lunch. Jennifer is the owner of Hot Springs Village Voice newspaper. If you want to keep updated on all the happenings in and around the village, you must make the voice part of your news diet. I won't bore you with all the countless destinations that Rhonda and I traipsed to, thanks to the suggestions of Dennis. I can't even remember all the spots that we ogled. We didn't come close. I doubt very seriously if we even hit 25% of the suggested places to go visit without even leaving the village. We did, however, spend the better part of Tuesday into Tuesday night. In fact, we were there until about 1030 Tuesday night with Mike Varney looking at this magnificent property at 61 Resplendor Place and looking at some other properties that he and his wife have purchased. We ended the night sitting on the back deck of 61 Resplendor Way, enjoying the conversation and the surroundings. Mike Varney is such an incredibly gracious host. He allowed us to see these remarkable places that he and his wife have purchased, and he has fallen in love with Hot Springs Village just like I did. I am only a few years ahead of him in discovering the place. He is way ahead of me in that They've already found a home that they hope to enjoy for years and years to come. So just color me green Wednesday. Well, Wednesday was a highlight day and it was made special. Thanks to the generosity and the initiative of Mr. And Mrs. Dennis Simpson, who graciously hosted a meetup at the beehive neighborhood hangout. Dennis had sent out a very informal invitation. uh, Once we were there. I didn't even get the email because, well, I was unplugged digitally. Uh, and it was just kind of a sort of, would you be interested kind of a thing to some of the guests that we've had on our show. Uh, both of us probably expected it to be just some small party off in a corner somewhere. And imagine our happy surprise when we kept pushing tables together and we kept pushing more tables together. And we wound up with, I don't know, 20 to 30 people. Erin Kelly, she's an upcoming guest with phenomenal energy and spark. She and her family were there and daughter Claire. Uh, Erin is well known in the village as the frontline person for Dr. Moore, village chiropractic. Longtime business associate of Dennis and one terrific resource about the village. He was there, Jeff Atkins. Greg Jones and his wife, Tricia, they were there. It's always terrific when the owners of an establishment join you. And I was very elated that they took the time to sit down and enjoy the evening with us. Be sure to check out all their fine dining establishments, including artfully baked and brewed and the beehive Marty and Cindy straight. They were there 
Cindy is the manager of nightly rental for Remax at Hot Springs Village Houses. Also joining us were Clara Nicolosi and her husband, Mike. Clara is the owner broker of Remax Hot Springs Village. Mike, Mike is a voice actor specializing in character voices for animation and video games. We were especially pleased by his appearance as a self-proclaimed behind the scenes kind of guy. I can relate. I can relate. And I could have talked microphones and voice acting with Mike for hours and hours. Gary Mouton and his wife, Debbie, they joined us. They are building the first new house on Lake DeSoto in about 20 years. Spectacular property. Construction has already begun. Thanks to Gerald Ellison Construction Company. It's well underway and the project promises, well, it's going to have just remarkable views of the lake. And the building quality terrific. Uh, we're very anxious to have Gary and Gerald join us in some upcoming shows to update us on that project. And we promise there's going to be lots of pictures as well. And maybe even some video Rick Marshall. He was there too. Rick specializes in lake properties inside the village for trademark realty in hot springs village. Rick is who introduced us to Gary and Debbie and their new home construction on Lake DeSoto. If you want to keep up with what is happening with lakefront properties, be sure to subscribe to Rick's email updates. Feeling groovy, feeling groovy. You know them. You love them. They are Glenn and Bethany. I'm going to butcher their last name. G-A-B-O-U-R-Y. I should know, but I just know them as Glenn and Bethany. Well, really, I know them as feeling groovy. They help provide the musical entertainment for the evening. Gracious, talented, and Bethany tried very, very, very hard to get me up to the microphone to sing. She lost, which means the audience won. Dennis and Diana Simpson, they are also known as D&D Properties, and they served very well as our hosts for the evening. They picked up the tab for the whole affair. So thanks to both of them for putting this rather impromptu gathering together and for providing, well, it was a highlight. It was an absolute highlight event of our trip. Uh, Dennis also gave away Wednesday night at the beehive, a stash of HSV inside out baseball caps that I will thank my dear wife, Rhonda for embroidering. She's into sewing and stuff. I think that's the technical term for it. Uh, you can find out more about what she loves to do, and you can visit her website at Rhonda, that's R-H-O-N-D-A, Cantrell.com. Uh, you know, for an introvert like me, which for me, it only means that my batteries get drained being around a lot of people. I'm not bashful. I'm not socially inept. In fact, Dennis's wife, Diana, she's thinking about revoking my introvert card because she thinks I may be a poser, but I've assured her I am not, you know, Wednesday night was a great thing, uh, but it was tiring. I told Dennis, you know, the different, because Dennis, this super extraordinary extrovert, the difference between you and me is that after tonight, you're going to go home jacked up and I'm going to go home exhausted by Thursday. We had plans to join Dennis and Jeff Atkins and Pat Bollier to, well, she is this superstar and I probably butchered your name, Pat, and I apologize. Uh, well, a rock star, superstar, real estate expert in hot Springs village for Remax. Um, uh, we all had lunch together. Pat, 
Pat makes nearly all of us look like a bunch of underachievers and it was terrific. It was insightful. You know, I enjoyed peppering her with questions about the village past, present and future. She's a wealth of information and Rhonda and I were both very thankful that we got to meet her Thursday afternoon. I'm beginning to feel my batteries run down. And that's when we head over to Dennis's place on Lake DeSoto and we record today's show, the one that you're about to listen to, uh, before we jumped on the party barge with scraps and we made a tour of the lake, which was a wonderful, wonderful experience Friday. We hosted Dennis and Jeff for lunch at the home plate where we visited with Jim and Andrea Sparks, owners of the home plate, food and service, always great, always terrific conversation. That wasn't half bad either. Saturday, Ron and I were both already dreading our departure. And so we pretty much spent all day Saturday walking and we didn't interact with too many people other than our wonderful Airbnb hosts. I got to give a shout out to them, Gary and Linda. They have our favorite place to stay inside hot springs village. I'm going to put a link in the notes to their place. If you rent their place, tell them that Randy and Rhonda sent you. No, I don't get anything for it. I just, I'd like them to have a heads up that we're saying good things about them. They know how much we admire their place and, and their ability to be super host. Uh, they've got two suites on the sixth green of a golf course, hard to beat, uh, Saturday, we walked, we talked, we dreamed as we always do. When we visit the village, we're scheming, we're conniving as we wind our way toward a future that we hope includes spending more time inside hot springs village. You know, what started out as merely a project to learn more about this place that we love so much. It has grown into so much more. It's become a community, the small town home. I never really had. Well, not since we moved from the town of my birth in the third grade, Ada, Oklahoma. I've spent my life in metropolitan places. I have grown up where I jokingly would tell my country, my rural friends, I, you know, I need more concrete than this. It's just what a body knows because it's mostly your life experience. Roaming around a place where your co-host is like Norm on Cheers, you know, where everybody knows your name. It's a remarkable experience for me and Rhonda, and it's one that we have never experienced before. And so it seems awfully strange at this stage of our lives together. We've been a couple for 46 years, married almost 44. It just seems really strange to find ourselves now totally smitten with a beautiful place in such a small town feel. And I, I look at her and I say, you know, I get it. <laughs> I completely get it now. Hot Springs Village, Arkansas may not be everybody's cup of tea. But for me and Rhonda, it's pretty spectacular. Or as Dennis fondly pokes fun of me for saying, it's pretty stinking awesome. Thank you, Hot Springs Village, for the warm embrace. Thank you for making our week so spectacular. And Lord willing, we're going to see you again in November. And then again in December, be well, enjoy the rest of the show. My name is Randy Kentro. Welcome to hot Springs village inside out a weekly podcast where hot Springs village, Arkansas is the star. Join me, Randy Kentrell and my co-host Dennis Simpson, as we discuss the history, facts, people, places, events, 
lots more surrounding Hot Springs Village, Arkansas. Visit the website at hotspringsvillageinsideout.com. Hello and welcome from Hot Springs Village, Arkansas, deep inside Hot Springs Village, Arkansas, because it's not Hot Springs Village Inside Out this week. Randy, it's, it's what? Inside Inside. It's Hot Springs Village Inside <laughs> Inside. As my beautiful red puppy comes up and bumps me on the leg. So uh, if you'll notice, you're not watching a video today. You may be seeing some pictures that we've taken. But Randy and I are sitting here with his lovely wife looking out over Lake Bow and Lake Balboa, Lake DeSoto. Balboa is reasonably lovely. It's pretty reasonably <laughs> lovely, too. We want to do a shout-out to our buddy and guest, Mr. Mike Varney, who let us visit one of his facilities that was stellar. Yeah, that was and, awesome. And let me recap for everybody real quick. Number one, Hot Springs Village Inside Out or HSVinsideout.com is the place you need to go. And you could have already been. But to bring that up because um, um, Rhonda and Mr. Randy are here in the village with us this week. And it has been, to say the least, we're recording this on Thursday, yes. and it has been a blur. <laughs> it has been it has been a blur. I'm trying to look to see what the date is. Today is the seventh. You know okay. you're having a good vacation when yeah. you don't know what the yeah. day is. October the October the seventh. So Thursday, we got here Sunday. We got here late in the afternoon Sunday, and. Uh, yeah, it's hard to believe. You're skipping over the eventful stuff, Randy. How did you get here? What happened? Yeah, well, we had a little bit of car trouble. Yeah. wasn't too terribly major, but yeah, that skid plate thing, that plastic, whatever thingamajig mm, underneath dust cover your, under the car. Yeah. yeah, that somehow I, I, we were getting food after church Sunday, pothole in a Burger King or something parking lot. <laughs> now I was under the impression you hit this pothole at like sixty miles an hour. Oh no, no, no! This was you, in a parking lot, moving very slow, and I didn't know it at the time get out on the highway then and you start hearing the flutter pull off <laughs> and it goes away when you stop yeah, pull, pull off i've got you know i've got i've got my i've got my my sunday clothes on and i got a pocket knife that's my toolkit. i have a pocket knife well you are prepared so i get my knife i cut the thing off yeah, I did. I threw it to the side of the road. Um, I did. Well, I, anybody was, out was, there listening with the Department of, of the Transportation, the, the highway department here in Arkansas, you know. Yeah, it was greasy. It was nasty. So cut it off and came on over. It didn't. Thankfully, it could have been a lot worse. Yeah. I mean, it could have been a uh, could have been a tire. Yeah. Could have yeah. been a major engine failure. So it wasn't. It, it was fine. It but was you fine. came sliding in on a Sunday night. Came sliding in on Sunday night. Checked in. Um, Sunday night might have been. I'm gonna have to holler at Rhonda. Was Sunday night the best night of sleep? Yeah, she's shaking her head. Yeah, Yeah, Sunday night. She said might have been the best night of sleep I've had in a year. A year. (laughs) That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) Might have been. (laughs) You know. And uh, and I slept reasonably well. You know, too. So no, it's been it has been a blur. Have met some. Alana Owen was the first person met. Went to uh, and recognized you. If I yeah can, you know. yeah got up, went to Melinda's to uh, to grab uh, a breakfast taco, which should be called Alana's in my book. But that's yeah, just, nobody yeah, asked well, me. Nobody asked me. Walk in and some lady in a baseball cap and an apron on and just working her fingers to the bone hollers my name and i look and there she is and, and thought did i owe her money is so this yeah how do i so, know this woman right so got to meet her so that's how the week started and it's 
it's picked up steam ever since. Well, we met we met with, uh, and, and some of these shows haven't aired yet, but we have met with Jennifer Allen. We had lunch with her. We did. Uh, had lunch with uh, uh, Mike Varney, who had a great show, with one of the investors here in the village and has yeah. some short-term Spent rentals. a lot of time with him and got to look at some of his really, well, I don't know, what would you call them, modest um, modest places, modest you know. but upscale. There's some. There's some beautiful. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're high end hovels. Yeah, high end hovels. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Teresa Diane had a great comment about that though when I showed her some of the pictures of 61 Resplendor. Oh, yeah. I gave them. Gave the address. Hope yeah. that's okay. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. Uh, she said, "Okay, great. We now have a wonderful place to see the fireworks from next year." Oh boy, <laughs> like, you got that right, man. That is a you know, and, and there I, won't be a better place to there won't, look at fireworks. There won't. And, and for those of you that don't know, uh, it was Lake Balboa. We're on Lake DeSoto right now about 200 acres and lake balboa is around 1300 acres uh lake balboa had a nesting pair of eagles bald eagles really? probably two or three years ago and their juvenile son i believe comes out here and that's the one that we see kind of hops between here and lake washita which is about eight miles away so no they had a nesting pair because they're, they're really for all of it is i mean a lot of lake balboa is developed yeah but the bottom line is is that there's still a lot of trees and a lot of woodlands around that area so it's a great place to make a nest it's yep. you know uh, but but the reason i was saying that we're sitting out there with mike having a wonderful conversation and just a charming host gorgeous home and we're looking which is rare in the village we're looking from horizon to horizon and seeing the stars yeah, and it's really a unique experience because in the village there's so many trees. You don't. That's not what you get to see all the time. Right. You know? you usually have kind of a peekaboo view of this of the the moonlight or whatever. But you just shout yeah. out to him. Yeah, that property is remarkable. Just remarkable. We were out there. You know, Dennis was there till I don't know early early evening, and then came home, and we we were out there with Mike till probably ten thirty. Well, I looked you know, on my phone, and Teresa Diane, Diana, as everybody calls her, uh, was driving back home from Little Rock. She was hungry, worked all day, had this big day. I'm sitting out at a friend's house, uh, you know, watching the sunset over this gorgeous lake, and she's starving to death and has yeah. worked 14 hours. I probably should go home and make her yeah, some food. Yeah, no, you you, know, did, you or, made the right choice, yeah. and we did, too. We didn't follow you, of course. Yeah, we was... <laughs> stayed. But it was, yeah, spectacular. Just well, and, spectacular. And once again, shout out to him. We're going to have Mike on the show real soon. and really eager to to get yeah and here's a guy that a year ago didn't know anything about this place yeah yeah and and once again this is the beauty i think of the show hot springs village inside out that you're listening to right now is that it we're telling the stories about people that come to the village and you know i've lived here what coming on 11 years i meet somebody every day that i think man you need to be on the show that would be fascinating to have you on the show Uh, can i give the tease about uh, what jennifer wants to talk about yeah. Yeah, I thought that was fantastic. It was. End of lunch the other day, we asked Jennifer, we said, you know, if you were queen Now tell people day, who Jennifer is. I, yeah, you got me. I was about to do that. Jennifer Allen is the lovely uh, publisher and owner of the Hot Springs Village Voice newspaper. So she was in the know on everything. She's very connected. And uh, we asked her just to kind of, you know, crazy throw a grenade out the door question, you know, what would you do if you were queen? And she paused, and she looked around a little, and she got kind of serious, and she said, I'd want to know what the village wants to know when it what wants to be when it grows up. What does the village want to be when it grows up? And I looked at her and said, man, that's the name of a show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and a silence fell over the entire table. It did. As we, we were, were as we were pondering that. Because so many people, and Mike, who was sitting there with us, you know, He's a huge golfer. He's got properties on golf course lots. Well, it's, it's obviously a golf a golf resort. And I'm like, no, that's because you live in Golfville. 
I live in Lakeville on the on the West End. And it's, it's, but he a, does have a point, and, oh, yeah. and this is speaking as a guy that desperately wants to be here but is not, except through Airbnb, as many times a year as I can. It's not a – I would not describe this place as a boating community. No. It's no. a lake-living community. Yeah. But I was telling Rhonda on the way over here, uh, my wife, to, to – we're sitting here in Dennis's house on Lake DeSoto. And we'll send pictures. And I told I told her I said, it's scenery. Yeah, it's scenery. Yeah. I mean, this is not. Mike said that on Lake Balboa, the largest lake in here, and virtually every house with a boat dock mm-hmm. and a boat. And how many boats did we see on the lake last night? That night, I saw one. I saw two. That was the total. Um, he said that he can sit there all day not and sometimes boat. not see. One at all, mm-hmm. and we're talking a thirteen hundred acre lake. Yeah, it's a big place. You know, so it's not. Well, thankfully, it's not Lake Hamilton. Yeah, you know, it's whoa, not. Whoa, 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 whoa! Lake Hamilton is a large lake in Hot Springs that is completely surrounded by the city of Hot Springs, and unfortunately, we joke about this. Lake Hamilton is part of the Tri Lakes area around Hot Springs, and probably two or three times a year, there is a boating death on Lake Hamilton because it's so congested and crowded. Yeah, it's like DFW traffic on a lake. Mm-hmm. And you don't have that here. You've got a lot of beautiful houses and beautiful boats and beautiful boat docks and beautiful backyards. But I think Mike's right. This this isn't this is not a boating community. No. It's a lake living community. But but let's be frank, there's more lakes than there are golf courses. There's eleven yeah, lakes right. and only nine golf courses. Right. I mean, to anybody from the outside, what place on earth has nine golf courses, much less eleven lakes? Now right. to me, some of the lakes on the eastern end, I mean, this is a 200-acre lake. Many of our listeners wouldn't think consider that a, a lake. That's a, you know, a big, big, big pond. But there's some 60 and 40s on the east end. Right. I, c- I consider big ponds. Yeah. But all that said, your, your Yeah, point, this definitely is not a big pond. No, but you're, you're back to the point, though, that it's, it's scenery and it's, it's – uh, I, I think the eventual thing we're going to come to, uh, to answer uh, Jennifer's question for me – is that it's not a retirement community. It is a resort community. Who has nine golf courses and 11 lakes and is not a resort? Yeah. Who does that, right? right? I mean, Well, but like Chris Jones, you know, the 33-year-old from Plano, and by the time this airs, people will have watched that show. If you, Well, maybe you have. And if he's you, on the board. He's if you board. haven't, youngest 33-year-old, board. youngest board member on the Property Owners Association from Plano, Texas, moves here with his fiance, getting married later, this month if not next and decided the peace and tranquility and i think there's a universal there's a universal appeal to that and the lakes contribute to that so does the golf but the place come on we're we we can kid and we can joke all we want about the inside out thing but it's it's the outside coming to visit that that falls in love with it and look at mike well, and then makes major investments yeah, because million, million. they so love it and want to be here or at least spend a big portion of their time here. Well, let's go back to Chris. You know, Chris Jones, as he said in his show, he's looking not for the next 10 years. He's looking for the next 50 years. Yeah. He plans to be yeah. here until he dies. And I, and I didn't mean to interrupt you, but no, you're just, just one point real quick. He is a half a mile from Siega, one of the largest new developments in the village with all the new homes. He's uh, he has a stunning mountain view from where he's at, and he is not a mile and a half from his dad, who has a beautiful lake home. 
Yeah. That's, that's I think, what, what we can't communicate quickly enough about the village. Uh, we're sitting here on Lake DeSoto right now, maybe half a mile, well, probably a mile just to the west of us is DeSoto Golf Course. A mile and a half to, or mile to the east of us is Cortez Lake. And a mile and mile and a half to the east of that is Lake Lago, which is our water supply. I mean, we, we take for granted how, how the proximity of things, you know. Yeah. A lot of people have to drive a long way. And, and, and well, and the diversity of the beauty. Yeah, and Chris mentioned that, too. You know, sometimes you have to drive a long way to get to a view like that or pay a, a whole lot of money for that or whatever. Or you got to drive to get to Whataburger. Yeah, because he said he misses his water. He misses Whataburger. That's about all he misses is Whataburger. But he can drive and get that. I love his joke about that. He was like, it's 30 minutes everywhere. Yeah, yeah. right. But, you know, is it not pretty much 30 minutes everywhere in Dallas? In one way or another. Well, or more. Well, you don't go that many miles, but you still got 30 minutes. Well, before we hit the record button, I was telling Dennis, if you want woods and you want seclusion, the answer is yes. If you want lake the answer is yes. If you want golf, the answer is yes. If you want hiking trails, the answer is yes. That's the thing. If you want hustle and bustle, the answer is no. Mm-hmm. If you want if, wild parties, if, if, if you yeah, want no. wild parties, the answer is no. If you want loud and obnoxious, the answer is no. If you want stars at night uh, that you can see, you know, forever and ever, the answer is yes. I mean, so the things that the things that the people that are here and the people that love to visit here and the people that would like to be here that that I think we all share in common are all those yeses mm-hmm. and it's it's just well i mean great. let me let me let me give our our guest just a fill in just for a moment but you're staying in an airbnb on cortez uh, golf course yes i am uh just no more than a half mile from there is the middle fork of the Selene River that, you, that is the northern boundary of the village. On the other side of that is, is what's called green uh, packaging, green mountain packaging, I believe. Green Bay packaging, excuse me, which is the old warehouser. And just maybe a half mile from that, maybe a mile from that, is 1.7 million acres of national forest. Well, if, if you're doing that, you, you, the diversity from where you sit, you know, is just phenomenal. You're on a golf course half mile from a protected waterway, two and a half miles from 1.7 million acres of national forest, you can get it. I mean, you can fill in the pieces yeah. real quick. No, it's just it's just spectacular. I do think, you know, to Jennifer's question, you know, what it wants to be when it grows up, uh, you know, I think the identity crisis is, is probably real. It's probably real. But golf is a big deal here, and I'm not a golfer. No, Rhonda and I neither one are golfers. Yeah. I have played two rounds of golf my entire life. Rhonda's never played, other than miniature golf. Are you any good at it, Rhonda? But I but I love golf courses. She gives me the fifty. Yeah, book. she gives you the. I, we love golf courses, and we are probably going to stay. We're going to probably stay on a golf course. I mean, if, well, I, if I, all I the options you. are out there, and I'm not saying that we're typical. That's not the point. But the point is the golf courses are magnificent. The lakes are magnificent. The woods are stinking magnificent. So yeah. pick pick whatever you whatever you want. If you do want peace and tranquility and you, ha- you haven't been here, you, yeah, you need to get here as fast as you can and at least <laughs> taste it. Well, yeah. we've got links on the website to Dennis's properties, you know, D&D properties, and that stands for... Dennis and Diana, his wife, and um, and they've got some Airbnb rental units that are here on Lake DeSoto, and it's it's great. And whether you need you know whether you need a place for a couple, or you're trying to sleep six, 
uh, or so, Dennis is going to have a, a place for you. And if Lake DeSoto is not your cup of tea, then jump on Airbnb and find something. But well, you sent you sent a video from the Airbnb y'all are staying at over on um, Cortez. Yeah, and, and yeah, we had a rainstorm that lasted for about thirty minutes, and it was, but it was glorious oh it was not just glorious it was it was literally i felt my blood pressure going down just watching the video you (laughs) sent i'm like yeah it was 30 seconds yeah well but it's still i kept looking at that and going oh i love her you know there's some days we have beautiful sunshiny days i love it i love it warm i love to feel the sting of the sun on my skin but there's some days you just want to kind of turn it down and relax and it's just a rainy afternoon and a great 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 rainy sunday afternoon for a nap or something like that that's right but uh, no, it was just it was very tranquil. Just well, this has been a great trip, you know, to kind of cycle back around to. So we we're here Thursday. So last night we kind of had a a, a little bit of an impromptu gathering. Kind of had. Kind of had at the Beehive. Well, I'm trying to downstep. Okay, we had so. a lot of the guests that we've ever had on the show were at the Beehive last night together. And and I was telling Randy, I expected, and the Beehive's not that big a place. I expected that we would come in turn to the left and there would be a little couch and there would be six to eight people or whatever and i think before the night was over we were touching 30 yeah well we had we had we had six coming in the door at the beginning because i was part of the six so i'm looking over there at the table she's got set up and i said well i know we're going to be bigger than that yeah and, and, and it ended up being way bigger. And by the way, the waitress, let me tell you what Mayberry's like. The waitress comes up and hugs me, and I said, thank you so much for taking care of us. I mean, we just spring you know, roughly 30 people on you. Yeah. Would you like to know what she said? No. Thanks so much for coming in. We were having a slow night till you showed up. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, we, we picked up the pace, that's we, for we, sure. We fixed up that for sure. That, yeah. And, but it was a glorious night. I, I got And it was a who's who, you yeah. know, to boot. And, and I'm, I'm not, you know, it's not that anybody's more important than others, but some people are more notorious and noteworthy than, noteworthy. than, than, than others. And yeah, we had a, we had a number of people that have been on the show and we had, a and we had some people that will be on the show like and, Mike. Yeah. And everybody, there were people sitting around the table and I hadn't thought about it until me and you, I mean, we knew these people cause we had interviewed them and spent some time with them. Right. And many of these people didn't know the other one. Like for example, yeah. Aaron, Aaron next, next week, I guess, or something. Uh, Has she rolled out yet? Uh, no, we're you're gonna, right. Yeah. You're right. So, yeah. so a lot of people, lovely lady who works at the, the yeah. village chiropractic. Yeah, our um, show will come out. And, and her parents were there and uh, some other people. And, and we were like, great, wonderful. Well, me and you knew who it was. Right. But right. a lot of other people were like, what's she doing? And, here? What's and she how doing? many of those people had you not had, I had, had never, you not met in person? I hadn't met her parents. I hadn't met Gary and his wife that are building the lake on the yeah, other side. Yeah, Gary Mouton. Yeah. I hadn't met Mike, who was uh, Clara Nicolosi's husband, who mm-hmm. we cannot wait to Yeah, interview. we've been trying to get him. He's, Man. you know, for a guy that does voiceover work, he's... Well, he lives in the voice. He lives in his vocal booth. He know? does. He does. And for a couple of other guys who want to live in vocal booths or, you know, <laughs> yeah. we were like, man, tell uh, us how you do it. Show us your man. There are some booths we probably should be in. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, Claire's husband, he was he was great. Uh, Marty, you probably hadn't met Marty before, which no, is Cindy's husband. No, Cindy I had not. The short term rental. Yeah, had not. Cindy straight. Um, yeah, but and and we we missed. Uh, we had deep regrets from John Paul. He was planning on making it. That's the general manager. That's right. He was planning on being here, but he had fires to stomp out at six o'clock. Yes. Um, and then uh, uh, Mike, who we had met the night before, we were really wishing he could come, but he had to run back. Yeah, to Dallas. he had to run back to McKinney, Texas. So, and there were a number of people that you know that 
that absolutely would have been there if they could have. So who knows what the crowd Well, I would mean, have I been. just gave them a two- or three-day Well, I started to say this yeah. was not a highly organized, which is hard for people to imagine. Yeah, given, me and you have not highly given, organized. Given how we roll. Who but, knew? Who knew? Yeah, it was great. It was great. And and I can tell you as a longtime podcaster and other podcasters out there that, that have an audience, and not every podcaster has an audience, That's so true. there's that. Yep. And so we're really thankful for the audience, for all of you that take the time to click play and, and listen to our nonsense. Well, it's not nonsense. The place oh. is not nonsense. We're not, we, we may be full of nonsense, but the place is just to die for, and I just can't express it enough. It's just, it's just so magnificent. Ron and I, Tuesday... Our, we began to dread going back home. So that'll that'll tell you something. Overthinkers anonymous. Well, but meeting these people in person, you know, podcasters are notorious for having meetups and really, oh yeah, and and you hear you hear really popular podcasters and even po- popular within their niche, you know, and and going to a restaurant and taking it and I've never had an experience like that. Till last well, night. Well, and I wanted, I, I, I was so happy for you last night. And by the way, we will be greatly remiss if we leave out Glenn and uh, Bethany yep. of, of Feeling Groovy, who, who accompanied me as I did uh, uh, walking yeah, Memphis. Yeah, they, they were providing place. the entertainment for the night. Yep, wonderful. And they've yeah. been on our show, so they, yeah. were, they were also guests and, and Well, and the other folks whose name I don't know, but even that, that harmonica player. Was he killer? Or I should have gone up and met and introduced and, myself and to that somebody guy. Somebody told me he had played for Marshall Tucker, and he had played for he's, – he's been a national – Okay, well, that dude – fantastic. Yeah, that dude was – And then this is what you find in a little bitty – Bar grill on a Wednesday night, right, right. with an open mic, and people come in and go, "Hey!" And one guy comes in and goes, "I'm gonna read poetry," and I'm like, "Well, I'm not much on poetry, but that was pretty good." Yeah. You know? <laughs> Another guy comes in and does does right. a does a complete right. and total harmonica solo that slays everybody. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, when he came in and, and Bethany said, you know, this is the harmonica player, I put my hand in front of Diane and I said, honey, hold yourself back. I know how you are about harmonica players. Yeah, you, know? you and heart players. You and heart players. Yeah. But, uh, no, they were there and it was a I, – I, Bethany said from the stage twice. I don't know if you caught this. She said two things that really affected me and pleased me and just were just dynamite. She said, number one – Thank you for putting a positive spin on the village. Thank you for saying just positive things about the village. And she said this twice. She said, and I'm grateful to both of you, talking to me and you, for just giving some simple truth. Because there's so much disinformation. There's so much. Yeah. There's a lack of information. And, and you, y'all have yeah, heard me say is. that before. Low information or people that didn't have. And it, that is not stupid. That is not dumb. That doesn't mean you're inferior in any way. You don't know possession of the facts. And that's what yeah. we're doing. We're trying to Uninformed. get it to you. But, you know, you, you got to dig a little bit. Well, I'll give, you, I'll give you a case in point, And I won't get too specific. But Rhonda and I, we, we went to walk a particular trail that, that we knew was on Cooper Reserve property. And homeowner comes out and sees us on this property that is adjacent to his, and he's perfectly nice. He's not hateful, but he's pretty determined and dogmatic, you know, that we're on his land. Mm -hmm. And if we're not on his land, then we are on POA, common property. Mm -hmm. Well, I already knew for a fact that we weren't from but, episode eight when we yeah, covered but I, but I also yeah. knew even as an outsider because well i'm participating in the show and i'm i'm the curious george asking the the seemingly dumb questions sometimes it was abundantly clear to me he'd been in his house he bought it a year ago he mm-hmm. said i went to the estate sale right before he bought that house by the way and he said 
you know, that's common, that's common property. And I knew from, I just, you just, you know, instinctively I knew this poor guy does not know the difference between POA, common property, and reserve property. Mm -hmm. And that can seem stupid, I guess, to you guys that may be listening, but it's one reason that we kind of dive into some of these things because that stuff matters. Well, not only does it matter, Randy, and I don't mean to interrupt you here, but I mentioned this last night to our, our, our round group table, which was just wonderful to have them. Uh, but that's been our number one show. If you go to YouTube and look for reserved property, we're bumping right on 800 views. And people, people Why have, is that, do you think? I think part of it is, you know, we are an investment in your time. We really are. If you're going to click on this button, if you're listening right now, you're yeah. investing your time in us, and we are grateful for it. But you, can, I cannot give you, and I, I could give you a 15 second summary of the difference between reserved property and, and common. Property. I know, but I'm saying, why do you think? Why do you think that one's gotten so much because traction? Because it, it's one of those issues where because nobody's talking about it. Yeah, nobody wanted to talk about it, but people wanted a deeper dive. They're like, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. What did happen to the Cortez Beach? We had a beach. What happened to it? Why did they sell the beach? Yeah, yeah. And that's that's one that just kind of hit them right between the eyes. And and I'm going to say this in love right now. There's going to be some more things hitting you between the eyes very soon too, because sure. we know of some other deals that are happening right. that way. But I, actually, I had a guy had a guy call me. And it doesn't mean that these are bad. By no, the way. no, 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 no. But I had a guy call me, uh, and that doesn't mean it's going to be used for bad purposes. That's right. Um, I had a guy call me that watched the show and said I wanted to talk more about reserve properties. A guy called Rick about the reserve properties and wanted to know more about Rick Marshall. Them. He's yeah. a realtor here who specializes in, well, he does everything, but he specializes in lake lots. Yeah, and he stuff. specializes in lake lots, but he yeah. was on our show and that was somebody he knew to contact. Right. Right. Um, and for what it's worth, it looks like, yeah, we're yeah. going to have another show with As Mr. He pulls Rick his Willard. Rush Limbaugh shaking yeah. the rattling of papers. I don't have a gold microphone. Yeah. In the other room, I actually right. have a gold microphone. Do you have half your brain tied behind your back? Yeah, I got all my brain tied <laughs> behind my back. I promise. There, there's no cells up front. Yeah. You know. Okay, well, I'm sorry. What were you no, going to no, no, say saying, about we're, Rick? We're about to have a, um, um, a show with Rick because there's been some real developments about, um, you know, for, for 15 years that I, that I know of, since the 2007 crash, that kind of thing. Prices have been so stagnant, so flat, so low, so just mm-hmm. not moving. Right. And Rick comes from a place when he was in Seattle. He said, you know, a low year was 5 to 8%. And so now we're seeing some just, well, our definition of skyrocket. And, and you know, how do you fund that? Well, and Rick talks about how many cash buyers are coming into the market and what that indicates. I think that's going to be a fascinating show. I think it'll be easily as good as Jennifer's show. I really do. Um, and I'm eager to do both of them. I think they're very, very interesting topics. Well, and anybody listening to us is certainly interested in the future of the village. You know, whether you are an outsider who visits as often as you can, like we do currently, and and you want to be here or, or you don't, you just want to keep coming to visit, or you're already here, you've already made an investment, you know, to buy property and you live here, even if you live here part-time. You know, everybody cares about the future. Yeah, you know, sure. we got this vote. We got this vote coming up mid-November on the assessment, which everybody I've ever talked to, you know, says the thing has been too low for too long. Yeah. Um, and it's just a different animal here, which is why we did that Civics 101 show that just released this week mm-hmm. to try to explain just kind of the way the governance 
of this place works because it is different than any other place you've ever been. Well, and, and, and Jeff and I were sitting in a meeting with Stephanie, who has resigned and gone on to a bank, and we were with John Paul, the general manager. Stephanie Hefner. Kev, Kevin uh, Sexton, who was the land development guy, and uh, Joanna, who's the president of the board. And as we're sitting there, Jeff asked a particular question about what he calls, and it's a fair enough, but one of these silly fees that they're charging. You know, it's a, it's a trash pickup fee or it's a whatever right, ancillary right. fee. And, and Stephanie, in some incredible candor, which is nothing to disclose, says, that's what you do when you can't raise the dues. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you know, I mean. For, yeah. and, and that's are, what you do when you don't have any taxing authority. That's uh, right. Well, <laughs> and and let's, let's cut to the chase here. We haven't covered this but just once or twice in all the shows we've done, Randy. The, if you own a lot, we're looking across the lake right now. I'll send a picture. It's gorgeous. It's a beautiful sunset that's happening. And we're going to get out on the lake in a minute in the yeah, boat. We are. And take some more pictures, and that'll, that'll prove it to you. But um, the, all those lots on the other side of that hillside, there's probably 50 to 80 lots on that hillside that have never been built. Okay? Those people pay $39.90 a month because there's not a water meter on those properties. Okay? Yep. The properties right down by the lake pay $69.90 a month. <laughs> yeah. You tell me what other POA in the world has 500 miles of paved road to cover. And gets by for sixty nine dollars and ninety cents a month. Now, if, if if approved, the vote would go from roughly sixty nine to a hundred, and then a year later, one hundred and ten, a year later, one hundred and twenty. That's still pretty reasonable, don't you? Oh think? yeah. I'm a guy who owns several properties and a lot of vacant lots. Well, I, we were talking to our Airbnb host before we came over here to Dennis's house, uh, and it's just four or five miles away from here. And so stinking it's, beautiful. Yeah, I love that. Area. Yeah, it's gorgeous. And. We were talking about property taxes, and property taxes where we are in Dallas Fort Worth, property taxes and insurance we're probably looking at ten grand a year for a house with no mortgage Wow, and they came from South Carolina. they had half the house that they've got now, and it cost them twice as much really and that was you know and that was partly you know their kind of p o a fees so yeah. Bottom line, it's way underpriced. way underpriced. It is way underpriced. And, and, and very few people, except for the few exceptions, will argue that point, that it doesn't need to be raised. A lot of people will. Even, even people who are, well, I just don't want to have to spend that other $40 a month or $30, $30 well, a month. Well, of course not. Nobody, nobody, want, you know, nobody wants to. My argument would be the value. Mm. You know, what's the, what's the value? I, I, don't, I don't want to spend money that I don't have to spend it. But if I am going to spend it, what am I going to get in return? Yeah. Sure. Well, we're going to show you some pictures. You've seen them already. Yeah. There's in the bottom and the footer of this website, there are photographs, and that'll show you. That'll show you what what you get. Yeah, I really want to push visitors. I really, and if you've stumble bummed around on this podcast and you have never been here, um, I, you just run into people after people after people. My first visit here was 2018. Mike Varney who now owns five houses in here, mm-hmm. including a magnificent one on Lake Balboa. Uh, Eleven months ago, he had never heard of this place. Yeah. And now he's, I wouldn't say he's all in, but he's got a significant well, investment. Yeah, he's, you know, if he's not, if he's not pot committed, he's, he, it's, he's got an awful lot. He's got an it, awful it lot on the line here. more than you and here. I would be able to put in. Yeah, you know, he, he's, he's, bet, he's betting on the future here. Yeah, I'm really optimistic. That's the other thing. All these realtors over, over the last few few days, and we haven't met with them because we're we're in the market. Our, we've just met just for intel and for networking. But it's interesting to me that okay, from Jennifer 
who who owns the newspaper and and lots in the village to the folks at KVRE, the local radio station, to the real estate agents and brokers, and the optimism. And maybe that's maybe it's an unfair sampling, though, Dennis. No, I got to thinking about it last night. Maybe it's an unfair sampling because we are not attracting the rock throwers because we don't want to. We are attracting the people who who are optimistic, and the people who have who've made their livelihoods here, and who are bullish on on the place. So there is that. But but let's be frank. Let's be frank. Okay, there are verbal rock throwers, but they're verbal. And I would tend to think there's less than 5%. I bet there's less than 2%. I the, bet there the, is, too. The huge majority hears our podcast and goes, yeah, yeah, that's a pod. Yeah, th- this is a nice place. Who, who wants me to call in? I mean, I'll tell you what. I'm going to call you and tell you how rotten Bedford, Texas is. And I'm going to call you and tell you yeah. every day about how rotten it is. Yeah. I'm going to tell you how I can't believe you're living there. Well, then you ought to move. No, no, no. I love it. What? Right. What? what, what if, you're, yeah. if you're throwing so many rocks, why that's is it right. so great? Right? That's right. I don't want to move. Well, then why are you throwing rocks? Yeah. Well, we're just throwing rocks to make it better. Well, and in this economy, yeah. if you're still here and you hate it, then you're a real idiot. Because, because you- now you can cash out. <laughs> I mean, you can you can really get the ROI going. Oh, you know. No, it's a great place. Go ahead. I want to come back. You know, we met Pat Bollier. Yep. Uh, who's one of the number two realtor in the village. She's yeah. a, a queen bee, and she yeah. is super yeah, she's a rock star. She, she is. She's a rock star. And shout out to Pat. But I want to come back. She came back and talked about how optimistic things were, uh-huh. how she thought saw things really turn on the uptick. And, you know, she didn't have to do that. Didn't have to be that way. That's not part of her job. She would have been real with us. If it wasn't, That's she right. would have told us. Well, the demographic is changing, too. Our, 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 I've told this story this whole week where we're staying, this Airbnb where we're staying. They have a, 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 a one-little-bedroom suite on the other side of their house. And a young couple rents that. They drive up from Little Rock. They're staying there. They, and how old are they? And they've been here how long? I don't know how old they are, but they they they're in their thirties. I mean, there's they're in their thirties. There's just no way that they're older than that. And they show up. He's got a guitar case on his back. They're here for a couple of days to look at houses. They live they live and work in Little Rock right now. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're like that. Yeah. Bet you weren't seeing that much five or ten years ago. So the pandemic has changed some things, and it's changed things globally. It's changed things certainly here in the U.S., uh, even in major metropolitan cities like DFW, where we live right now. And it's changed things here in the village. But much of this is a real positive thing because people can work from home. And if you can work from anywhere, well, Chris Jones, he's another example. Here's a guy, that a full-time worker, remote. If you can work from anywhere, why don't you? Guess where I would be. I would be, I, you know, I told him I was envious. At 64, I didn't have that opportunity at 33. What a killer opportunity yeah. to have the technology in your back pocket where you can do it and to opt out of, I mean, he, he put it better than I ever could. You know, they sit down and decide we can live in peace and tranquility and we can visit hustle and bustle or we can live in hustle and bustle and we can visit peace and tranquility. They opted for the former. Yeah. And kudos. Well, and, and I want to come back to this. and I'll vent my spleen just a little bit here. If, if we take the, the pandemic has allowed us to get a five-mile high view, okay, we're not all going to run to work this week. Why? You're supposed to stay home. Okay, well, we're going to stay home. Well, now what are we going to do? Well, we can work from home. 
And we've done this differently for the last 30 years that we've had Internet because mm-hmm. because of habit. Because that's how we've always done it. Yeah. Well, we've always done that. We've always gotten in little steel boxes, and we've sat in traffic and cussed right. each other and cut each other off. And we have to be there in a certain hour, and we have to build massive superhighways to cover these two hours a day. Because the rest of the time, the road's not utilized in that fashion at right. all. Right. It's insane. Yeah. Well, we judge judge productivity by butts in seats, and butts in seats does not equal productivity. Not well. It certainly doesn't equal quality of life. But it took a pandemic to prove that. It did. And and, uh, it did. And a younger generation to boot. And that younger generation, they are they are coming to the village. Are they coming in huge numbers? I doubt it. But there are enough of them. That it's moving a needle. Well, I, I guarantee you this. If you haven't yet seen the episode with Ray or Aaron, she is a rock star. Yep. She really is. She's There's doing, another young got woman. Her, got her own business, a single young lady in the village, making her own way. Chris Jones, Chris Jones is a classic example. Uh, moving to the village, he's actually, his family is staying across the lake at one of our lake properties next week when he gets married. Yeah. I mean, they don't have to do that. They can stay in where they want. Sure. That said... They know the quality of life. They know what they're getting. Yeah. Their family's like, you know, every, every one of, of, of Greg's family is going, now you're in the village because, and then they visit and go, yeah, so this is why you're here. Yeah, I get it. I get and it. would I be accurate to say, just to give some context here, so the place is 50, 51 years old, and the place is a third developed? Oh, no. No, no, not even a third. No, no, no. Thirty-two thousand two hundred eighty-four home sites. Thirty-two thousand two hundred eighty-four home sites. Okay, okay. Roughly sixteen thousand people. You divide that by two. Assume there's two. two okay, and, you know, that, that's typically the okay. number. There's a lot of single people. So it this is be, why I'm asking the question. Yeah, be real close to two. So you're going to come up with roughly eight thousand homes. So maybe two thirds vacant. Maybe a third full. In yeah. That ballpark. Yeah. 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 But then, and yeah. So if you worth, think the place is crowded and there's no opportunities, no, then you're no. not listening to the right people. Well, and for what it's worth, the the uh, Lake Lago, the our water supply that has the stunning overview, we could put a pit photo there. Uh, Lake Lago was designed to support sixty six thousand people for the entire village. Yeah, well, there's so there's 16. a little bit of bandwidth. We there. got a little bit of fifty thousand. We got, the fifty thousand of you that are listening that want to come down. <laughs> yeah, we, right. we got the water for you. Yeah, we come got on the down water for you. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, these guys and and I, you know, you can throw stones at Cooper all day long. They did some things right and they did some things great. They did ninety nine percent of everything great. Uh, the, the, I've seen the plans where they actually intended to double the width of DeSoto Boulevard. One of the reasons why there's so much green space on both sides yeah. is because they were planning on making that a divided highway. Makes sense. I mean, they, they looked out for all this Makes stuff. Sense. I mean, they were literally world And class. you can occasionally, you can occasionally have a traffic jam. We call them, we tra- a, we call them tractor jams. Yeah, we, well, we had, we had a traffic jam. That was caused by out on Highway so, 7. Well, 7, uh, yeah, you know, we had some construction, and so it, it took us... It took us maybe five minutes to exit the village one day, uh, as opposed to the normal one minute. Well, so, but, but let me tell you, let me tell you my, exactly. But it's me, funny how your time shifts, though. You know, when you're you're here a week and it's like, what is this? This is backed up. This is not, you know. Why am I stopped behind yeah, two other cars? Yeah, exactly, What's the problem? Exactly. Right? Well, but, and if you're not if you're not accustomed, if you are in a city like we are all the time, the pace is very different. And it's very nice, but you can have those moments where your city DNA kicks back in, right? And so, 
I'll just say this from firsthand experience: the longer you're here, the better it gets. Uh, and you know what? It, it's it's uh, it's island time, maybe it's 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 yeah. village time. Yeah. Because what happens is you adjust, and you're like, okay, maybe I don't have to have my drink on my table 38 seconds after the waitress <laughs> arrives. Right. Maybe I, you know, maybe I can wait my turn. Yeah. It, you know what? You know, I hadn't thought about this. You're regressing to you're regressing to kindergarten. You know what that means? When you well, all had to learn to wait in line. Yeah. You know, we're just going to wait a minute. Either. Right. It's nothing right. Not bad or good. But I'll tell you, and let me give you the day-to-day, okay? And this I, from a man who's who's currently sitting here in a golf shirt <laughs> and shorts and no shoes. And went to two business meetings today. I did a closing today with these. Sarah was at the business. Sarah Barnett, love her. Great, great realtor. Has a lot of our, our lots, our lake lots listed and our other lots. Sold a beautiful lot today. I mean, a pristine beautiful lot on Isabella today overlooking the hole on number eight, the pond on number eight. And I walked in and Sarah's all dressed to the nines. And I said, well, I've got my Sunday go to meet in shorts on. And one of the girls said, Sunday go to what and what? I'm like, yeah, my Sunday go to meet in shorts. Hello. Yeah, Yeah. well, I kidded you earlier. You don't need a big closet because your wardrobe's got to be (laughs) fairly limited, even in the winter. Do you wear long pants even in the winter? Oh, like, oh yeah, sure, sure, sure. Now, Izzy, you met Izzy last night, yeah, my son-in-law? Yeah, He will wear flip-flops through the middle of December. Yeah, see, I know guys like that. And I'm like, how I do don't you get do it. That? I would freeze I to it. death. But, but, and the reason I took you downstairs, when I took you downstairs a minute ago, what did you see, Randall? All that hi-fi equipment? Yeah, what did you see? The, all the, the rows and rows and rows of stereos. Right? Yes, yes. Um, people that, that, you know, you can't break in and come get this stuff. I'm just telling you, you know, just if you're really No, big, but we're talking old stuff that, old, you know. Old yeah, you would have to be an old person to probably appreciate to even, this. To stuff. even know it, you know. Yeah. But anyway, all that said, we had a deal at our house when we'd go to estate sales. Okay. Yeah. Diane agreed she would not give me any crap about the number of stereos I bought. Okay. If I didn't bother her about how many boots she bought. Okay. So she you loves, need closet space for her boots, yeah, not well, your clothes. But, but but honest to God, she's like five times behind in boots, and I haven't brought it up anymore because oh. it's not even a fair comparison. Oh, so you know? you're run, you're winning running away. I'm, I'm way running away. But okay. but I wanted to tell you, I want to give everybody, I mean, this is a beautiful summer afternoon, late summer afternoon. Yeah, and we don't need to be blowing our time, by the way. I yeah. mean, we love talking to you people, but not as much as getting on this boat to yeah. go through this lake that we're staring at. I hate to throw you out the window, people, but we're going to do it. But let me tell you the story real quick. On a regular day, probably one to two days a week, I will go to lunch with Jeff. Okay? Yeah. Jeff is a business partner just around the corner. Um, he's Jeff six, Atkins. Y'all Jeff, seen him on the show before. Many times. And, and he kind of a, turning into a kind of a rock star there. He really. Yeah, he's a sleeper. He really is. You wouldn't have thought it. but He's he a gets, sleeper. He gets in front of a microphone next thing he's you know. He's a pale, a, complected sleeper. <laughs> with pants. With <laughs> yeah, pants. Yeah. yeah. He'll sometimes tell us he has to go get pants yeah, on. Yeah, we'll tell him, hey, interview. can you be on? And he'll go, well, I got to go get pants on. We're like, no, you really don't. That's you a know. visual image we don't need to see, you know, Randy. We're keep just, the webcam. Below the waist, above up. the waist, yeah. Anyway, but we'll run down. So we will literally say, well, let's go to El Gemidor's or whatever. And and I mean, we we will look and go. Okay, it's five a minutes, restaurant. It's eight minutes. I'm eight minutes from Hibachi. I better get my butt out the door, you know. And if we end up in traffic for thirty seconds, we'll text each other and go, man, I can't believe I'm I'm sitting behind a traffic. You know, we're we got to wait for one more cycle. You know, yeah. and it's two or three minutes. That's our version of stressed up about dinner. But you know. You know what I've noticed about you since I've been here, though? Yeah. Except for last night. 
You're early, and you're never early. I'm seldom early. Online, you are never early. I'm never early. You're never early. Well, but but you've been early. I've pulled in some places, and I mean, with lunch the other day, yeah. you were already there. You know why? There was some other place that I came, and you were already there. When I pull up here to do Then last night, I told everybody he's going to be late because he wants to make an entrance. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> yeah. Well, I tell you what, you know that pretty blonde I was with? Uh-huh. She was why I was late, okay. because she came dragging well, in at 620 from yeah, work. Okay, well, your excuse. It's still tax season, for those of you that don't know. It's not yet October the 15th. Yeah, his his lovely wife is a CPA, so she's uh, – and, well, let's go ahead and tell people where you're going to be, so – we are going to be out of town the next couple of weeks. Yeah. And, and I'm going to tell you this, you know, not everybody will tell you that they're going to be out of town and their house is going to be vacant and whatever for the next couple of weeks. We live in probably one of the most secure place in North America. My next door neighbors know exactly who comes and goes. Yeah, when we came the other uh, day, we came the other day and dropped some stuff off. So we come yeah. to the glass door. The door's wide open, except the glass door's closed. But the front door is open. Mm-hmm. And you're and, greeted and, by? And scraps, scraps the, uh, the, the, the guard dog, yeah. the wonder dog. You know, is like gonna tear us a new one. He is ferocious. And, and the garage door, the here garage comes. door is here, the garage door is wide open. And Dennis throws scraps in in the convertible, pulls out of the driveway. We follow. Garage doors up, front doors wide open, and we drive off. And I'm telling Rhonda, I said, yeah, okay, we, we're not in Dallas-Fort Worth anymore. You're, you're in Mayberry. Yeah. And I'm not exaggerating, people. Look, and I'm not an idiot. I'm a licensed security manager. You don't get a higher security rating in the state of Arkansas than I'm me. I'm glad you let us know you're not an idiot. But so. well, I mean, you need to know that. <laughs> the things I have to explain, Randall. Anyway, but, yeah, I've got a camera on the front door. We don't keep gold yeah, bullion yeah. in the house, yeah, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Right, right. But when you have neighbors like we do yeah, and we have a community like this, I don't, I don't have to – you yeah, know. just another reason to come and visit. And then when you visit, just go ahead and plan on staying. You probably should. And I tell you what, you're about to hear a big splash because we're going to go get in the lake. Or yeah, I'm ready. Get on the I'm lake. ready. Okay, say good night, Dennis. You, you say good night, Dennis. <laughs> Scraps, are you coming with us, sweetheart? It's tough to get him on the boat. Maybe yeah. we can. Is it? Oh, yeah. Oh, he, he doesn't like the boat. He's scared of the boat, but once he gets on it, he's pretty chill about it. Hey, we appreciate everybody listening. Again, the website is hsvinsideout.com, or you can go the long way and go to Hot Springs Village, because that's the star of the show, Hot Springs Village, Arkansas. Hotspringsvillageinsideout.com is the website. And it's been great being here, and we're and thankful we got a few more days. We are, and I want to tell you once more time, one more thousandth time, thank everyone for listening. We are indebted to you. We're, we're grateful that, you know, I, I, we live in a society, Randy, of 30-second clips, Yep. and I get tired of it. It's a top 40 news cycle. Sometimes I want to hear deeper news, Yep. and the people that are listening to us, they want to hear deeper news, and we sincerely appreciate your attention. Yes, Thank we you, do. folks. Yes, we do. See ya. Thanks for listening to another episode of Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a podcast where Hot Springs Village, Arkansas, is the star. Please subscribe to the podcast. You can do that by visiting our website, hsvinsideout.com. And tell a friend.